to encourage you, to equip you, and to empower you to fulfill God's divine destiny for your life. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Jen Trangale. This podcast is really meant to be a resource and a tool in your life to speak to the plans and the purposes of God for you to awaken the destiny seeds of God on the inside of you and to help you to grow and come into the fullness of whatever destiny God has for your life. It has always been my heart's desire to be a vessel, to be a voice, to speak to those things and let God speak to you in the tools and the messages that we bring. And I certainly hope that today hits the mark. Today, I want to talk to you about foundations and specifically the foundation of your destiny and how to build upon it. You know, foundation is a really important thing. Of course, if you are building a house or any kind of a structure, everybody knows if you don't invest in that foundation, you could build the most beautiful home, the most beautiful facility, but in just a little bit of time, as soon as some winds come, as soon as some weather comes, as soon as enough time passes, it's going to begin to show that that beautiful place was built upon a foundation that wasn't secure. And what at one time was beautiful and admired soon begins to fall to pieces. So it's really important that you and I understand what is our foundation of destiny and how do we build upon it in a way that it is going to last. I think we need to stop and recognize, and it's a sobering thought, but We need to understand that we could actually begin to build a life of destiny on something less than a solid foundation. And the problem with that is if we do that, we're going to begin to make some progress and begin to build things, but it's going to begin to fall apart if our foundation isn't right. There is a story in the book of Matthew that is a parable that speaks to this. In Matthew 7, And I want to read this to you out of the Amplified Version because it says it so well. It says in verse 24, So everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man, a far-sighted, practical, and sensible man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods and the torrents came, and the winds blew and slammed against that house, yet it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods and torrents came and the winds blew and slammed against that house and it fell and great and complete was its fall. When we apply this to living a life of destiny, There's a couple of things that I think we need to take notice of. First of all, notice that in this story, the rain and the floods and the winds came and slammed against every kind of house, no matter what the foundation was. 
And I think that points to something that in life, even living a life of destiny, we are absolutely going to come against opposition. We are going to come against seasons in life that just feel like the rain is falling. We are going to come against winds that slam up against our house, whether it is circumstances, whether it is conflict with relationships, people, whether it is dealing with opportunity and waiting for open doors, whatever that definition may take, those winds, those waves, the rain, it is going to come. So we better make sure that this life of destiny we're building is built on a solid foundation. So what is that foundation for us and how can we build upon it? The first thing that I want to say about your foundation is that it is made up of your relationship with God. And your relationship with God has got to be exactly that. It has got to be your relationship. It has got to be personal. It has to be intimate and unique to you. You know, we are so blessed in the day and time that we live in that we are literally inundated with resources and messages and worship projects and ministers, men and women of God, these mighty men and women of God, they're just so articulate and anointed at declaring to us who God is and connecting us with who He is and helping us just understand who He is. And we are just so blessed by all that we have at our hands in the day and the age that we live in. But I think that there is a problem that could arise with having so much at our fingertips, and that is that we could become bottle-fed Christians, having to have someone to connect us to who God is, and that that would become our foundation rather than building a foundation, a firm foundation of developing our own intimate relationship with God. Listen, there is just nothing that can take the place of building your foundation out of your own relationship with the one that made you. It is going to take time, but it is going to take a decision on your part that that relationship is ready and available and waiting on you but that it requires you to decide to come and be with God. You know, there is a popular line of thinking in today's culture, and that is basically based on the sovereignty of God. And what that is saying is that, you know what, God is sovereign. So as much of God that he wants me to know of him, he's going to make it known to me. And you know what, God is sovereign. So as much as God wants to give me, he is going to give me. And because God is sovereign, whatever he wants to do for me, he's just going to do for me. Because after all, he is all powerful, all knowing. He's the Alpha and Omega. He is sovereign. So I'm just going to simply wait and see what God does for me, see what he reveals to me, and see what he gives me. But you know, this is really taking who God is out of context. And though sovereignty, the sovereignty of God, may give us an air of a carefree philosophy, it is also fanning the flame of a dangerous freedom from responsibility. It really excuses us 
to just merely be helpless pawns, just waiting to see what God in his awesome power is going to do. But this would be building a life of destiny on a foundation made of sand because it really alleviates you from the capability of building a solid foundation of a relationship with God that is personal, that is unique. And any relationship that is personal and intimate and unique requires the equation of a great exchange of two individuals. You see, the truth is that God has done all that He could do to set you and I up to come and to seek Him, to know Him, to find our place with Him, and to open our hearts to see who He is and who we are in Him. You know, there are some key ways that you can develop this one-on-one relationship with God. And I want to give you just three keys today. The first one that I want to talk about, and it's probably one that we would all guess right off the bat, and whatever place you're at in your relationship with God, no doubt you have put this key to work, and that is the key of worship. To get to know God, it really requires developing a life of worship, a life of being a worshiper. And it's important. It's not because God needs his ego inflated. It's not because God just is waiting for you to come and tell him how awesome he is because he needs to hear it. It's actually for our benefit. You see, the Bible tells us that God inhabits the praises of His people, that when we come and worship Him out of our hearts, as the book of John tells us in spirit and in truth, when we just come and worship Him, not out of our soul, not out of our thinking, our mentality, not out of human struggle or out of our place in life and what we're going through, but out of truth out of who He is, out of our spirit, man. When we worship Him out of that place, it actually makes room. It clears the air and it makes room for God to come and take up the atmosphere right where we are at. When we do this, when we worship God, the Bible tells us that He is enthroned on our praises. And so we make a room for God to come in and sit on his throne and to take up the atmosphere where we're at in that moment. And what happens in that moment is so awesome. It is powerful. God begins to reveal to us who he is. He begins to show us himself. He shows us his heart, just like you would do in getting to know an individual in that one-on-one exchange, in that intimacy, in that unique moment. Each one, each person begins to reveal and show more of who they are. Well, when you worship him and develop the life of being a worshiper, God comes into that moment and reveals to you in a personal way different aspects and parts of who He is. And what's wild about this is that as God reveals to us who He is, in that moment as we see Him, we begin to see ourselves. You see, another really popular line of thought in today's culture is that in order for me to get to know who I am, I need to find different ways to express who I am. 
And self-expression is a really big deal in our culture right now. If you will express yourself, the world says, then and only then can you know yourself. But honestly, I really think this is just sort of camouflage for self-indulgence. And this is really dangerous for us because when you feed on yourself, it will literally make you sick. One mighty man of God once said to me, he said, Jen, when you feed on yourself, it's actually a form of self-cannibalism. And when you feed on yourself like that, it will literally make you sick. And we watch the world do this, you know, they're just trying so hard to find out who they are. And so everything gets focused on me. And the more I do that, really the worse things get because the only way that either of us can get to know who we are is by getting to know who he is. And when we get to know who he is, he begins to reveal who we are in him. This is the bedrock foundation of your life of destiny. This is that foundation that you can build a life of destiny on that is sure, it is solid, it is solid enough that you can begin to increase and grow and you don't have to worry about when the rain and the wind and the storms of life come your life of destiny is going to be built upon a rock. So that first key is worship. The second key of building your firm foundation of your relationship with God is abiding in His Word. If you will start your days by abiding in His Word and letting His Word abide in you, every time you do this, you are adding to the foundation of your life. And again, I just want to bring this up. I am so grateful for all the tools and resources that we have of people preaching and ministering the word, sharing the word with us. It adds to me. Listen, I take advantage of all of these things that we have available. I have different ones that speak to me and minister to me that help me and increase my faith. But this can never take the place of my time of abiding in the word of God and letting his words, the words in the book, abide in me. If I don't take the time to do this, my foundation for my life of destiny is not going to be secure. But every moment that I spend abiding in his word, it adds to my foundation and it adds to what I can build upon. Remember that the word of God says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So we have to continue our hearing, our abiding in him. The last key I want to give you in building this firm foundation of your relationship with God is killing condemnation. This is so essential for a life of destiny because I have discovered that most people sort of shy away and pull back from their relationship with God, sometimes even after years of walking with the Lord. They shy away and pull back from it because of condemnation. They believe God, they know Him to a point But instead of getting to know him more and more, they begin to sort of shy away and continue to put 
other people between them and God. And when they get down to the root of it, it's because somewhere in there, condemnation has slipped in. You know, the voice of condemnation always comes from outside, but somewhere along the line, we internalize it. In the book of Romans, chapter 8 and verse 34, and I love this verse because the Bible tells us that the only way to be free from condemnation is using the truth, and the truth will set us free. Well, Romans 8, 34 simply says this, Who is it that condemns you? For it was Christ that died for you and was risen again and is seated at the right hand of the Father. In other words, Paul is saying through the book of Romans, who in the world could condemn you? What on this earth could condemn you? When Christ went to the cross and died for you, paid the price for anything that would separate you from God. And as soon as you receive that redemptive work of Jesus dying on the cross for you, there is nothing outside of what he did for you that has the power to condemn you. So anything that is keeping you from your relationship with God, I can tell you right now, it is laced with condemnation. You know, sometimes the enemy will use condemnation by telling you things about yourself to try and get you to believe that they're true. But if you will stop that in its tracks, if you will kill condemnation, I will tell you this, a powerful thing will take place. You will find the true anchor for your soul, and that anchor is your relationship with God. There is no way that you are going to have any other anchor for your soul than your relationship with God. No other person can be that anchor for your soul. No other thing can be that anchor for your soul. It is going to have to be your walk with the Lord. And He will anchor you. He will keep you solid. He will keep you secure. He will keep you protected. It doesn't matter who thinks you're the greatest or who thinks you're the worst. Your soul will be anchored. Your foundation will be secure because you have built it upon a rock. So these three keys, if you will put these into practice today, you will be able to add to the foundation that is yours that you can build a life of destiny upon and know that as you are building this life of destiny, it doesn't matter what comes your way, your house is going to be secure. Develop your worship life with God and make sure that it's personal. Don't let somebody else do your worshiping for you. Let worship and praise come out of your lips, come out of your mouth, and create a place for God to be enthroned and let Him take over the atmosphere and show you more of who He is. Number two, abide in His Word. Take time in the Word. Get the book out And let those words get into your heart where you can abide in them. And number three, take care of condemnation. Kill it off right now. When it comes, combat it with the word. And if it comes back again, you just do the same thing. But you must eradicate condemnation from your life in order to have a firm foundation and build a life of destiny 
to last. I want to close this podcast with saying this. I believe that in this generation that we are living in, God is banking on us. Heaven is banking on us, building lives of destiny that are going to last. You know, in years past, in generations past, there's always been those that have sort of shot up quick, you know, and and you just see destiny being fulfilled, and it's so powerful. And it just seems like, boy, there is no limit to what God is going to use, you know, that individual's life to do. But after a while, a few storms come and some winds come, and that life of destiny begins to fall apart. And inevitably, everybody finds out that the foundation was not there. It was not solid. I believe that heaven is banking on this generation to build to last. That heaven is banking on us to make sure that our foundation is secure. So I want to ask you to sort of do a checklist in your own heart. Check and see, am I getting to know God more or am I living off of where I used to be with Him? And if I'm not getting to know Him more, if I'm not finding time for Him and with Him, if I'm not hungering to experience His presence, just me and God, no worship team, no worship song playing in the background, nobody preaching at me, just me and the one that made me. If I'm not after that, then why? Have I let condemnation get in? Is something condemning me? Have I been chasing after other things to anchor my soul? And if so, then I need to spend some time getting to the root of it. And I need to get things back into place. I believe that we can be the generation that are those that build this life of destiny upon a rock, but we don't leave the principles that got us going in the first place. We stick to our principles. We stick to our foundation. And that is to know Him and Him crucified. I believe that God is waiting for us to come into a deeper place with Him, to add to us so that we build long and we build strong. Listen, I hope this has spoken to your heart today. I know that it has challenged me and even recently in having conversations with some peers and friends of mine, we have been talking about this very thing, building a life of destiny to last. So let's do this together. Let's make a decision to check our foundation. Let's make an investment in our foundation. Let's make sure that we are building to last so that generations after us can pick up where we left off and realize how important it is to have that foundation of knowing Him. Listen, we love you. We are praying for you. We are excited about being connected with you and what God is doing in your life. I pray that this podcast is just such a total help and a blessing in your life. Make sure to go to our website, gentringale.com, for more resources to help you on your path of destiny. Listen, we will see you back here soon. Have a great week. God bless you.